0: There's another squad attacking. Welcome to the third party podcast. I'm your host, Shay, joined today by my co host, Henry. Henry, how is it going today?
1: I feel like it's been an eternity.
0: It has. We recorded like one day earlier than we normally do, and now it's felt like forever.
1: And a bucket of content has dropped for Apex, and it's just crazy.
0: Yeah, we got a ton to go over, and hopefully we can get through all of it. Uh, we want to go over some reviews, talk about all the news and trailers that's come out, maybe talk about building the perfect legend, get a weapon concept in there, another nice drop-together segment, and of course, wrapping it up with some five-star questions. Make sure to check us out on Instagram and Twitter, at Pod little update on the process of submitting clips for you guys. Uh, We created a Dropbox link. It is in our Instagram bio. If you have any clips you want to send in there, please do. It's greatly appreciated. We'd love to feature them on the page. Uh, It should be a really easy click process and put your email in and save the clip. Yeah. With that, let's get into the first review from Elijah. Henry, read that one out for us.
1: Y'all are amazing. What you do honestly gives me a boost in motivation to play. I love y'all and you both have been blessed by God. Thank you so much for doing what you're doing for the community. And if crossplay is ever a thing, we should play together.
0: We'd love to nice play. Review. That's nice. Yeah. Yeah. Love to hear it. I love the words. I love the word, kind words of wisdom. And, you know, we love to just do things for this community. Next little review coming out of Instagram. Hello, friends. I'm Marco from Italy. You're definitely becoming international. Yep. That's what we're trying to do. That's the goal. First of all, congrats for your amazing pod. You're very funny and your discussions are very interesting. Let's be honest here. You're the best. I'm not the best player in the world, but since season three, I managed to reach Diamond playing solos and I noticed that my step up happened when I changed my fighting mentality when taking fights. Uh, When to push a team or disengage a fight, reposition. Uh, And a little question here. Is this, uh, so this is my question. How do you approach a fight yourself? You got any thoughts on that, Henry?
1: Marco, I really think you nailed kind of how to be ranked as a solo specifically. And just in general, playing Apex, knowing when to identify, uh, do I have high ground here? Do I have low ground? Do I have the armor? Uh, is definitely smart play, and I think you should continue to do that. Um, I, I don't know if there's much more wisdom to say on that other than kind of identifying uh, armor early on by kind of sending out some shots to identify that and then kind of just being in mind of where am I am I on the high ground do I have you know is my backside open and things like that is gonna definitely get you more yeah. ranked points
0: the high ground's key and ranked you know being passive and making sure you're taking the fights in the best scenario as possible when you're in publics maybe if you're low on loot pushing that armor if you do see somebody with it uh, that's always a thought as well with that though let's get into the news leaks and rumors yeah. The first thing that came out a bit earlier, we got an awesome animated short of Loba. Like one of those story from the Outlands kind of for Loba. A little bit shorter version, uh, but it was awesome. What are your first thoughts on it?
1: It was really a great trailer. You know, we're so lucky to get that kind of lore from Apex. Uh, Definitely seeing Loba's whole story from when we left her, practically at the season four release trailer, to uh, coming here into season five with her all grown up and ready to seek revenge
0: it was so cool and i just love the animation style they went for like yeah. it, it's awesome i love the commitment to the lore that apex has and honestly that's going to be a common theme throughout this entire podcast really
1: this is a big one and we're being ambitious and all the stuff we're covering today but really just round of applause for respawn and everything they've done uh, this is pretty incredible content yeah.
0: Did you have a favorite moment from that trailer at all? One that stood out?
1: Um, you know, the kind of the final reveal that they've located Revenant was pretty emotional. Uh, but overall, just kind of her fighting style and who she is is pretty much a badass. Yeah, and yeah. She's awesome. Love that.
0: I love that she stole the bracelet from her foster family, yeah, it sounded yeah. like, which was really cool to me. Yep. Um, it also came with a couple patch notes at the beginning of the week. And really the big takeaway from it, besides the fact that, you know, season five, Fortune's Favor being the title. Very is cool. that quests are going to be introduced. Uh, and how they're described uh, from Apex is hunt for treasure and answers in the new season quest. Those who complete the journey will be richly rewarded. Uh, Tom Castiello, uh, the Apex Legends writer, one of the lead writers, he tweeted out kind of saying like, hey, remember when I said, you know, everybody's going to get lore in season five. This is how everyone is going to get lore in season five.
1: Incredible. It's and- going to be Awesome. I think this is just amazing. I'm really blown away. I I didn't see it coming and I kind of knew there was going to be a response to Warzone's like challenge mode mm-hmm. to be having kind of a another layer to the gameplay to kind of keep people engaged. Uh, but I didn't see this coming and you know, I think lore is such a huge part of the game and the legends and now that everybody is getting like a fully rolled out like in game quest to identify it'll be so cool
0: it'll be so cool i don't actually i'm very interested to see how it works in general with mechanics will it be more like a battle pass thing like you know you do you do this challenge then you like maybe unlock like uh readings or something from the backstory like
1: i I don't i think it's going to be cooler than that though i think you're gonna on map like interacting things kind of like how we saw
0: and bloodhounds uh
1: trials yeah
0: yeah Uh, most of the town takeovers
1: like this is like motivation to play all the legends yeah this is really great stuff
0: it's gonna be so cool and you know just what i love about apex's lore once again is like we have a lot of stories for each individual legend but it's like you know the one i like to give as an example is you know if pathfinder finds his creator that's not the end of his story like why did the creator leave is yeah. he? De- is the creator dead? Like, what's going to happen after that? Like, all these stories are going to sprawl off into more things. Yeah. And seeing how all these legends are connected is going to be so cool to me. Yeah. Uh, next little piece of, I guess it's news, but the Battle Armor event has been live now for just over a week, pretty much. And what are your thoughts? Because I will say right off the bat, I did. I must have just like messed up in the readings or something because. I did not understand that level 1 battle armor and level 2 battle armor meant that there's only going to be that type of armor in the game. Yeah. It, I was blown away. I was so confused. The first game I played, I was running around pissed off that I only had common armor and that I couldn't find anything better than that.
1: It's kind of embarrassing because we kind of approached it from a war zone perspective that you drop in with a, a certain level of armor and then you can upgrade it you know, yeah. throughout the match. Uh, that's not what happened. But I think we should kind of talk a little bit about how it's been so far, and we still have a lot more of the event to go. Yeah. uh, Until season five. Oh, so
0: excited for Evo! So excited for the Evo version.
1: It's gonna be huge. I, I'm still up in the air on what it's gonna be like, but to kind of start it off with the level one, uh, I think it was a pretty fun introduction to it. Uh, Really not having armor and everybody being uh, pretty vulnerable. Uh, But I have to say that I've won multiple games with the hammer point rounds, uh, just because being one of the highest damage weapons in the game when people don't have armor is uh pretty fun so that yeah. was a cool uh, A lot mode. of
0: wins a lot of wins coming in that level one armor i mean if you're hitting your shots with pretty much any gun they've only got level one armor you're gonna do well and we play pretty uh passively for the most part when we're going for those wins and so i think that helped a, a lot with that you, you can't that, be reckless when right. you got, you got that, level right. one Uh, yeah. Level two, uh, you played level two a lot more than me. So I'll let you talk about that a little bit.
1: Honestly, you know, on the podcast, we talk a lot about, you know, we like the battle Royale. We like the random generation. Uh, we like kind of this, the tiered loop. Uh, and so going into this, you know, I was a bit uh, reserved about it. Wasn't really sure if I would like it just because this is taking a big step to eliminate that randomness by kind of evening out the playing field. Uh, but I actually really enjoyed the level two. Um, and I think I'll probably enjoy the level three as well. Um, I thought that the gunfights were really nice and a good length, and that it was fairly fair. I liked that every uh, death box had a, an armor swap for me pretty much every time. And I knew what it was going to be. I think that's pretty neat. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I just liked being able to drop in a hot zone, know that I have armor and a weapon, and kind of prioritize fighting. Uh, over looting which is kind of a big thing for me
0: that was definitely I think one of the most fun parts of it was the you weren't stressed about armor and I think and like you had a p2020 and so you weren't even like desperately trying to grab that Mozambique yeah um it was it's just very fun and I like that like you're saying it put a lot of emphasis on fighting
1: um, which is really cool do you think that this is going to be the future You think this is how I mean?
0: Gun to my head, yes or no. I I do think this is what we're going to see. I think we're going to see either level one with B2020 off the drop or Evo with B2020 off the drop in the future.
1: I think that if they put anything in, it'll probably be the level one and then maintain all the other tiers of uh, armor to upgrade throughout the match. I am not confident in the Evo. I haven't played it yet, but I think it'll just be too dominant for the better players and it'll just be hard to, hard to compete
0: with it but here's the here's the theory okay okay so you know get evo in there and so like you're saying good for the better players you know skill based matchmaking is supposed to take care of that though so if you have everyone on an even playing field what's going to help skill based matchmaking cross play introduction of cross play in season 5 with skill based matchmaking and evo makes for very fun ranked games and public games and rewarding to the higher tier players i and, hear what you're saying eh, just just a little thought just a little thought uh the next two bits of news we have are coming from our guy on twitter at shroot goal leaked revenant heirloom voice lines uh very cool um just kind of like is maybe revenant gonna be the next guy to get an heirloom his story seems to be very prominent right now in uh this you know trailer and everything we've gotten and i wouldn't be surprised by that at all
1: yeah it wasn't really what we were anticipating uh but it seems like uh, it could be what's on the horizon
0: the other thing that's really cool uh this was leaked uh by shrickle on twitter and then also in a staycation interview on youtube with a couple developers they talked about inter-character voice lines and how people are going to be able to interact the legends will form friendships and quote unquote more than friendships between some oh. of them. I just oh we've been talking about this for a while. Like it's gonna be awesome when Mirage kills Pathfinder. Yeah. Except that's you know doesn't happen a lot. <laughs> but
1: <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe more. Maybe more now. Maybe more. Yeah, but there's even, you know, some voice lines that were rumored about the uh or pulled from the game saying that Lifeline would respond to Octane throwing a grenade. And kind of make jokes about him blowing his legs off. Yeah, yeah. That's that's quite detailed voice line. Well, they're like, like that's life, a
0: lot. Yeah, they're lifelong friends and stuff. And so, like, I think the introduction of Loba as the next legend is really forcing their hand with this because uh-huh. it would be weird if there was nothing happening between Loba and Revenant in game when one of them was killed or they're squatted up or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like, it it would make it feel like the lore behind the game is not as interactive. Yeah. And obviously this is not confirmed because I imagine it is so hard to do. I am like so we'll see it to the extent that it's in the game.
1: Yeah, from a coding perspective and even a voice line recording standpoint, uh, this is crazy. Yeah. Especially if, you know, throwing a grenade triggers a specific voice line. Oh man. You know, if there's a certain team composition, kind of crazy stuff.
0: Yeah. Next piece of news we have for the day is going over the season five release trailer and kind of our thoughts on that. Henry, what were the first kind of things you were thinking about there?
1: Oh my gosh. Uh, Really quite a crazy uh, release trailer. Uh, Definitely we were hyped here about it. Um, Pretty much we're seeing a lot of content about uh, introducing Loba and how she has been tracking down Revenant. Uh, We kind of see right off at the beginning that the head uh, has been teleported back to Samafe now. Uh, which is a new uh, location for it. Loba goes in, tries to take out Revenant uh, through Essential Head. Kind of complex stuff. Oh, it was so
0: sad. Um,
1: Yeah, Uh, I'll go ahead. I'll
0: give the quick explanation of it. Essentially, you know, if you haven't watched the trailer, check it out on YouTube. Uh, We've also posted a link to it on one of our stories at one point. Um, Loba comes into the building, sees all the Revenant, the bodies, and walks up. Starts the deconstruction process of the head. It pretty much says that the head is going to be destroyed. And then she sees the head kind of loses control, shoots it, which then activates defense mechanisms, bringing out the stalkers and then teleporting the head to Samathe. And great. Oh my goodness. I was just so sad. Cause you know, Loba had it. She had it on lock. Revenant was worked. done. She yeah. got Worked though. You're right. Uh, we saw a lot of Loba's abilities kind of though throughout the trailer. Nothing kind of, you know, hard, like set in stone outside of maybe the uh, device, you know, thrown to teleport, which we're still thinking that's tactical, right? Translocating yeah. bracelet. Definitely the tactical. Going to add a lot of fun to her, man. Like, oh.
1: It's, you know, having a mobility uh, tactical is really essential and really dominates Apex uh, for the most part and kind of how this looked as it's an arc throwable kind of device allows a a lot of flexibility and versatility in gameplay. Yeah, Uh,
0: my first thought with it, and if you guys listened to the deep dive uh, episode on Lobo, was that I thought it was going to be something you almost like threw in a straight line. And so seeing it in the trailer as something more with an arc and having the ability to take high ground is going to make her a top-tier movement legend.
1: Yeah. And then we also kind of got a sneak peek of looking at her ultimate and seeing her staff.
0: Kind of confusing, though. I think we'll definitely see more about that in the gameplay trailer, for sure.
1: Lots to unpack. We, we do know that it will be able to steal weapons, uh, which is something that we did not anticipate yeah. in our last deep dive. <laughs> we
0: were talking, like, ammo and, and throwables, yeah. yeah. But no, you're going to maybe either, we don't know if it's taking somebody's weapon that they have or if it's more just, like, taking a weapon that's further away from you. which I do not think it's going to be that. And my reasoning is, is if it is her ultimate, it's not, you're not going to have the ultimate off the drop. And what's the point of picking up a weapon that's further away from you or something, you know, late game like that.
1: You know, the clock is ticking and we're about to find out for real what this is going to be. Yeah. But I think this ultimate will be very useful. uh, If this is kind of all just me. Hypothetical. Hypothetic. Uh, But, You just take out a team, pop down uh, the Loba ultimate, staff comes up, it now acts as kind of a central loot box. You can go Mm -hmm. through it, get the weapons, attachments, things all in a central spot, pulls things off the ground, potentially from other uh, death boxes. That would be huge. That would be a great ultimate, uh, definitely for fending off those third
0: parties. Just expediting the looting process after you kill another team and... Getting those armor swaps all yeah. in one area would be very, very interesting. And I mean that's we'll, we'll see. That's, that's our guess. That's a shot know. in the dark, I, I feel like. Yeah. It could be totally something it could not even be team related. It could be solely for her. It could be aggressive. It could be defensive. We'll see. No idea what the passive is. We have absolutely no clue still at this point. Like
1: seeing loot through walls, yeah. Being able it, to it, identify a different
0: loot. It, I'm so excited yeah. for the gameplay trailer, guys, and being able to see this. Um, next little piece of, I just want to pull from the trailer before we go to the end of the trailer where she leaves the, you know, building that she blew up is that when she's hacking through on the oh yeah, base on the database, we find out that Revenants, like simulacrum experiments started in 2420 and then it took 20 years of work. And by 2444, he was fully operational and quote-unquote controllable. And it was then finally released from the labs and returned to the use of the syndicate. That is 20 years of experimentation on your body when you wanted to die. And now you're being kept alive and brought back. Seems kind of brutal.
1: Limitless bodies.
0: and Oh my goodness.
1: Heart goes out, you know. Yeah, he was a hitman, but was it really voluntary?
0: I mean, I have a, my little theory for this is I think that we're going to get like season five Revenant versus Loba. There's going to be some bad blood. I think after that, I think in season six, season seven, maybe, I think we're going to see a little team up action. I think we're going to see them say Hammond's the enemy
1: and the syndicate and too. the syndicate is very yeah. upset. So
0: I think we could see a real revolution on our hands, obviously red, led by Mirage.
1: Yeah, of course. A natural team <laughs> Natural leader.
0: born leader. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Before we go to the very end talking about the map structure, can we just talk about how Mirage in the first five seconds of the trailer just gets destroyed? I was hoping to see maybe, like, something good for my boy, but That's no. That's prejudice. They, they just said, okay, here, drop a full bombardment on his yep. ass. Like, oh, my goodness.
1: No teammates, no nothing.
0: That was brutal.
1: Hopefully it all comes around and he gets some love Yeah, uh, coming into this release.
0: But anyways, end of the trailer, huge, huge map changes, RIP Skull Skulltown, oh. it's underwater. What do we think though about it being underwater? We've last talked about time. this for
1: a while. Yeah, last time we talked about the potential for uh, an in-game water mechanics, swimming, potentially underwater stuff. Uh, I would love that. I think it's kind of a lot to ask. If they uh, pulled it honest. off, <laughs> if they pulled that off, man. It would completely blow my mind. I would be dumbfounded. Uh, But I think this is interesting, you know, a lot of people are upset, you know, town has gone. Uh, I wouldn't be too worked up about it just because now that we have the map rotations, nothing is gone. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so, you know, always map changes are great and fun, interactive, and it'll be replaced by something that's super cool and awesome. Uh, But I kind of, I heard about this and saw it in the trailer and was like, this is a lot like uh, Tilted Towers and kind of when it got hit by a Meteor in Fortnite. Yeah. Huge central location everybody loves. Destroyed, kind of a good callback to that.
0: Uh, it's cool. I think, you know, obviously we're getting Kings Canyon as the main map. We'll see what the changes are. I think it's going to be big. And once again, gameplay trailer will reveal more. I've never been more so excited. excited. Oh my goodness. Okay. Last bit of news we have for today is Candy Crew, a uh, YouTuber and streamer, very awesome guy in the Apex community. You guys should definitely check him out. I'll have him linked in the description below. He did an interview with Tom Cassello. And a lead animator for Apex. And they talked a lot about the trailer itself. And we just kind of had some notes we wanted to go over from it. There was a lot of interesting little tidbits that we learned. And the first thing that we kind (laughs) of laughed about is in the trailer, the Spectres have the devotions. Yeah. And Henry started panicking. He was like, are we going to be fighting these devotions, Spectre, AI people, the entire game? Because I can barely handle, you know, Spectre and Titanfall. Yeah, the
1: specters <laughs> are not like prowlers. Okay, they're not little fluffy dogs that jump on you like this is a big problem, but it seems like they're just going to be kind of story-based and won't be uh too prevalent in the gameplay. Yeah,
0: that's that's what Tom said and you know, another thing that they kind of went over is that the explosive that was used by Loba in the trailer, a lot of people on social media were talking about that as potentially being a new throwable and they said no, that was purely for the story aspect of the trailer. Um another cool thought was uh, Loba actually repurposed the bracelet with the teleporting technology. She did not steal it with the technology. I know a couple people were talk- talking about maybe Loba got fostered by Mirage's family because, you know, Mirage's mom was a very smart person. Yeah. Would have been very cool, but it does not sound like that's going to be a connection there. Um, the other thought that was really cool is they talked a lot about how her gameplay, her animation, it's very acrobatic. It's meant to control situations, a lot of jumping. And they emphasized kicking a lot. Yeah. They like repeatedly talked about kicking in this interview. And do you think that's going to be like a passive? Is she going to be a melee legend or.
1: That's what you think. I I don't know. I don't know. I think that overall we're just getting a lot of like attention to this game, like with all the new voice lines that they're, you know, going to put in and all the like attention to Loba's and. Animated, like I just think there was so much care put into yeah. it that maybe with the melee, there's just a bit more on the animation side. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not I'm not really convinced about a melee buff. The melees are so powerful in Apex already. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, I don't know for sure.
0: They talked about her a lot in a movement aspect as well. Yeah. And if she got something, you know, other than that bracelet for movement as the passive, that'd be pretty cool as well. Uh, the next kind of thing they talked about a little bit was. The Revenant Ultimate, you know, it's kind of confusing. Like, how does this uh, Simulacron have, quote, unquote, like this magical totem? Yeah. Yeah. And they, Tom was talking about how it's actually linked to another legend that we have not met yet. And that it's not like wizardry magic. It's like smoke and mirrors and technology. And they kind of compared it to like Batman and, you know, just like uh, having this tech. Then it'll be so cool to see how that unfolds. I'm sure we won't get that for a while, though.
1: Yeah, and just talking about the detail of the game and how, you know, Revenant's abilities are tied to a future legend we haven't even heard the name of yet, Loba was, you know, first talked about at Respawn oh in goodness. fall of
0: 2018. Like, it, Yeah, it's mind-blowing.
1: Yeah. I can't believe we're here sitting talking about Apex on a podcast and, like, That was forever ago. Yeah. That this was made. Like, I just can't believe that there's been so much hard work being done and they're going so much into the future. I just it's nice that the game is getting a lot of attention by a great
0: team. And they were talking about how they're also they're pretty much over a year and a half ahead right now when it comes to development of the game. Like they know everything that's gonna happen and the game's dead though. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, was that the comment I made? You, it, yeah, the trailer hit. The trailer hit number one on YouTube trending. But you know, everybody says Apex is a dead game, so I don't know how that happened. Like, you
1: hear a third party, you know what's really happening, and this is a great game. We're and we're lucky to be playing it, and yeah. I think it's gonna live a long time.
0: Okay, last fun fact from that interview: Loba is actually gonna be wearing heels when she fights in the games. And they motion captured her in heels, which means the actress that, you know, is acting her out and getting those animations in game was wearing heels during that. And that is badass. Like, that is really cool.
1: That's scary. I'm scared. That's impressive. Yeah. she's. Then they just are very adamant that she's going to be a confident legend. Like, mm-hmm. she's been there, done that, and she's here to, she's here to play.
0: She's here to take names. That's right. Yeah. We're looking forward to everything else that's gonna be coming out over the next week and leading up to season five. It's gonna be so cool. Hopefully that gameplay trailer tells us a lot. Um, but with that, let's kind of get into a big segment here and talk about how to create a legendary legend.
1: Yeah, so kind of knowing that we're getting a new legend, uh, Shay and I kind of thought that it would be a cool idea to talk about what makes a really great legend. And, you know, coming off of season four when Revenant Got released, he was kind of lackluster. And, you know, we both really want change in Apex. Mm -hmm. We want the meta to be shaken up. We're not, you know, resistant to a new legend coming in and being far and above the best. And so we kind of just want to unpack what do we think makes a great legend, how to build a great legend, and then how could Loba potentially fit into that mold?
0: Yeah. I think the first thing to definitely talk about then is who are the best legends right now Mm -hmm. and what makes them the best. And so, You know, according to our rankings, which we'll be redoing after the start of season five. But right now it's looking like Gibraltar, Pathfinder, Wraith, Watson. Those are kind of those top tier legends that you see a lot in competitive play and ranked and professional play. And what really makes them the best? And I know you talk a lot about how the best legends help their teams and have abilities that can, you know, do stuff for the team and not just for themselves and that's really what takes them to the next level per se
1: yeah either if you're moving your team or you know helping to support or res or heal your team uh, i think that's very essential but also having a tactical ability or a passive ability that allows you to perform better in combat yeah you know things like that really uh bring a legend to the next level
0: gibraltar's gun shield and race ability to you know escape through any situation
1: Yeah, I'm not sure, you know, if we really want to dive too much into this, Um, but I thought that we might say, because we've really been watching a lot of the Apex Legends Global Series. It's been awesome. Yeah. Talking about, uh, you know, the best legends, Watson has defined the game so much. Yeah. And I guess the question I kind of want to talk a couple minutes about is, did she ruin Apex? Did she create this camping meta that people don't really like that much?
0: You know, it's interesting uh, to say, you know, ruining Apex, uh, because... That's harsh words. I felt like as frustrating as she is to go against, the competitive scene was very much already positioned with, like, Caustic was played a lot at the beginning of this, in that, you know, we want to hold down areas. We want to get the best position, and we want to stay there, and... It was almost too easy to remove people from that position because a nade destroys yeah. anybody in a house. Yeah. A you know ultimate can move the entire team. And maybe that's for the best, but it was also not rewarding the people that were getting to the best position first, that were playing the ring correctly and using Pathfinder's beacons and stuff. And then so Watson being introduced really allowed someone to hold down that area. And I think they then introduced crypto to say okay well there is a counter to this crypto is just not as viable as needed to really counter that though is the problem
1: yeah and that's a bit unfortunate because crypto has you know so many cool abilities with this drone Mm -hmm. um just it's kind of lacking being able to remove himself from gameplay in order to use those abilities Mm -hmm. uh but yeah i think those were really wise words you know about watson i think that's you know a good perspective on it a lot of people. Get really, you know, shaken up about camping. Camping is this big problem. Um, and kind of it's all Watson's fault. Do you want to bash a COD legend. a
0: little bit of your camping take? Uh,
1: well, I don't really know. I mean, Call of Duty camper is really bad. You can lay down, you know, you can snipe and things like that yeah. and really uh, tear apart games. And in Apex, I don't really think camping is a big problem. Like position is important. We see it uh, in the global series and in ranked for sure. Um, but for the most part, it's only a big deal at the very end and the very yeah, end's always right. going to be pretty stressful. Yeah.
0: Creating ga- balanced gameplay and is about, you know, giving people the best opportunity possible and maybe that is the introduction of Evo Shields off the drop. Yeah. Maybe it's buffing crypto so that way every legend does have a counter. I think that's kind of where we need to move towards is Watson's amazing. How do we disrupt Watson? With crypto. Mm -hmm. But crypto still needs to be viable in a fight. Like crypto can't just be, you know, inept at that point.
1: I think speaking about counters, Revenant, I think after the whole shakeup and rework balancing of it Mm -hmm. is really well done. Like the fact that enemies can also use his ultimate, the fact that Revenants kind of counter other Revenants with the silence ability. I think that that they did a pretty good job with Revenant in the end there. Uh, And I'm excited to see what they do with Loba now that they've kind of seen what can happen.
0: Yeah, maybe Loba will counter Gibraltar. Maybe. (laughs) One can dream. (laughs) So
1: let's go into uh, what can make a legendary legend and first kind of focus on the passive ability. Um, And so what we think really makes a really amazing passive is, you know, have reaction and speed. And so pretty much by this, the reaction is like having an arm shield in fights. It kind of helps you with your aiming, reacting to fights, getting that aim, getting shots on target. Uh, and then the speed would be uh, like having a grapple or having the wraith voices in order to kind of react and have quick
0: reflexes in a fight. Movement, essentially.
1: Essentially movement, uh, but more like
0: visual. But split up, yes.
1: The tactical is a bit more movement, mm-hmm. but it's kind of like, Having that arm shield doesn't make you faster on your feet, but it makes you faster on yeah, your head. Let's not
0: use the arm shield as an example for the passive.
1: Yeah, so, the vo- I mean, we're talking about the best passives here. What makes the best legend? Yes. Arm shield, one in the An extra
0: best. 100 health does make someone Don't 75. Don't people. 50. 50, 50. Uh, and Feels then, like 100.
1: It kind of does. <laughs> uh, but when we're talking about passives, it's hard to overlook uh, lifelines. Like laundry list of passive abilities.
0: Yeah, it's like a grocery list.
1: It really is. Uh, and being able to have a fast revive uh, with the combat medic uh, shield around it, uh, having the extra loot now.
0: Okay, I know we're crunched for time, but can we speak to something real quick about Lifeline? Yeah, Lifeline. You know, I know you got a lot of fans. Okay, your fans really want you to, your abilities to be reworked. Fans lifeline is an (laughs) an amazing legend there's a lot of abilities being thrown around some people saying they want lifeline's drone to automatically heal people by itself faster like they want while lifeline can continue to fight they want lifeline to res they want complete (sighs) little bubbles around the people they want lifeline to automatically have a gold backpack she's already got gold armor like the passive is not the thing that needs to be reworked with lifeline if anything it's the ultimate and lifeline is a Great, great legend still. If and you want
1: to support legend? She's amazing at that. Yes, like amazing, no question about it. Uh, so I think that's a really great point because there's been so. I'm sorry, many we, just, calls we yeah, for it. yeah. So many people are like submitting new ideas about how to make Lifeline viable. She's very viable for what she was intended to do,
0: mm-hmm. and that's not going to get shaken. Yeah, out. complain about the ultimate if there's something to complain about. Yeah, keep going. Henry. Yeah,
1: and so kind of in the last bit of Lifeline's passive. Is the ability to heal faster and consume healables faster. Um, And that is really what makes her being able to have that reaction and speed in a fight. Um, So, talking about kind of all that, taking in all those different passives, uh, good passive ideas that could make a really great legend are being able to reload faster.
0: That'd be awesome.
1: Really strong, kind of have that reaction time. Uh, A lot of people have said that could be added to Octane, uh, could possibly be balanced into the game um something that kind of in my head is you know wraith has the voices um but if you could have a screen color change or a pulse if you know enemies were in the area sounds
0: like a great crypto ability
1: yeah you know having something that was faster like on screen that could give you that reaction time i think is a lot better and having crypto uh being able to have like a, a hud display would be awesome uh, but also a really great reaction and speed passive could be being able to wall run and double jump. You know, those aren't really tactical abilities. Those would really fall into a passive. Yeah, so for sure. Those are really cool ideas.
0: I The wall run is something that I think we've talked about a little bit, but I don't think the maps right now are built for wall running. I think maybe we'll see wall running uh, be introduced for all legends, maybe through gear, if another map is created that is meant for wall running. If you play Titanfall at all, Uh, Those maps are really built for it with the very big walls and such. Um, But the double jump is definitely something I would love to see. And I don't think it would be overly broken at all. I mean, do you think that like Octane is unhittable when he's on his jump pad?
1: Yeah. Or is, you know, Pathfinder completely broken when he can fly through the sky and grapple? So I I think it it could definitely be
0: in the game. Give him double jump and give him low profile and they'll die. So.
1: And then you won't be able to play him anymore. (laughs) Uh, right, now, talking about tacticals ability. uh, The best uh, tacticals under the best legends, and if you want to create a really strong one, uh, it's going to be disrupting combat. Uh, Really, the best tacticals in the game right now are really the grapple and the dome and even the phase with wraith. But also, I would say, uh, you might disagree, But the silence is a very strong tactical. No, I agree. That's a great Um, tactical
0: right now. And having two charges of them, like that is
1: very strong. Yeah. Uh, You can really mix up a fight. Uh, Popping a a dome shield into a fight can really disrupt things. Being able to grapple on top of or around people, phase, all very disruptive to uh, combat. Definitely. Great tactical ideas uh, would be kind of creating more shields, being able to have like a. A two-charge to building a crouch-level shield wall to kind of have additional cover mm-hmm. uh, it could be disruptive towards fights. Uh, having a, a flash grenade, kind of a, a mix between the silence and oh the Oh, man, smoke. a
0: flash grenade would be brutal.
1: Flash grenades in games can kind of go both ways. Sometimes they're extremely long. Sometimes, you know, they're fairly short. Mm-hmm. Um, in Apex, it definitely couldn't be that long just because uh, gunfights are pretty fast. Uh, but having someone like that would be a very great tactical, whether or not it could be viable in the game. Uh, We've kind of had this as an idea for some of the legend concepts submitted, uh, but a really strong tactical would be to have some sort of vortex device or magnet or shield, whatever you want to call it, that absorbs bullets and throwables. That would be something that would really disrupt combat and be really good. Sounds
0: like something Gibraltar really needs right now, I think.
1: Yeah. I mean, he's missing, you know, he just needs to be able to help his team a little bit more. He needs to be
0: able to absorb throwables. That's really the key. Yeah. Give
1: him a Watson ultimate and he'll, (laughs) he'll be able to play with the rest of them.
0: Yeah, for sure. For sure. No, I like it. I like it a lot. I think you make a lot of good points and, you know, really having something that does focus on the combat aspect when it comes to tactical and, you know, doing it in unique ways is the fun creation of the legend like i think and you agree with me like mirage's tactical is not that bad like it yeah. really does disrupt combat at times if you no matter correctly. what the
1: haters say
0: it's it's really just comes down to the cooldown and uh-huh. kind of the footsteps and that kind of aspect to it um but like the idea is definitely there with a lot of our legends right now and i'm at you they have some sweet ones coming down the pipeline we're really excited
1: i think mirage is gonna get some love Uh, And then finally, you know, the ultimate is a big point of discussion when, you know, creating an amazing legend. Um, I'm a big fan of Bangalore. I think she has a really strong kit, but her ultimate is pretty much complete trash. You know, it has a huge charge up time, Mm -hmm. uh, huge activation time, and then the payoff is uh, pretty poor. The payoff um,
0: is I can run away easier or I can, you know, zone sort of, off an area. As
1: Gibraltar, like, I walk through those. You know, they're so slow to come down and then they're slow, slow to actually detonate. And they mess up your
0: teammates. Yeah, it's, yeah.
1: Just, it's not a good ultimate. And so, the ultimate is a make or break from being a great legend. Like, I think Bangalore is super close to being there, but it's because of the ultimate that she's not. Um, and overall, it needs to be either strategic team movement. So, like, having a uh, portal or a zip line gun that can get, you know, essential high ground or get through a tough spot. Um, or area of effect damage being a, a Nox gas grenade or a defensive bombardment with Gibraltar. These are really the top ultimates in the game and so fitting into one of these categories is kind of essentially what makes a good legend right now. Um, some great ultimate concepts would be team invisibility. You could turn everybody invisible. Uh, Glass. That would be really good. Glass, potentially Mirage. <laughs> Um, You know, this is a good ultimate, potentially. Like, being able to move the whole team uh, undercover would be really great. Uh, Having a grenade launcher or potentially a flamethrower, some sort of area of effect kind of deal, like a handheld uh, defensive bombardment, kind of a nice thing there. (laughs) Um, This is kind of a far-out ability. There's kind of rumor that you could have a hover ability from Titanfall, Mm -hmm. um, an ultimate where you could use that hover and then carry a teammate. Uh, to kind of have a, an aerial base of fire that isn't as crazy as a zip line That'd and firing cool. off that kind of a cool idea. Um, and then amped weapons would really be a great way to kind of give the whole team a buff and uh, definitely be able to win some gunfights with a really strong ultimate.
0: For sure. I mean, yeah, the ultimate is so like, you know, there's two main points. It's the, hey, do I help my team or am I, you know, good enough uh, that like being used by myself is still effective. And so having those two things really play is, you know, the key to developing that perfect ultimate. I love how you just kind of described a pilot from Titanfall as the best legend in the game.
1: Yeah. You get a double <laughs> jump, you get ant weapons, vortex shield, and that could really fit in good. Probably yeah. too good, to be
0: honest. I wonder why that is. It's almost like they were genetically created to dominate war.
1: That's right. And so how does Loba fit into this? You know, she has a couple of these pieces. Yeah, Um, she
0: definitely is one of these legends that, on introduction, I'm at least optimistic that she's going to be meta. She's going to be at the top there, because that bracelet really seems to allow movement. And movement not just, you know, directional, uh, horizontally, but vertically. And that's Mm -hmm. key. Taking high ground in this game, especially on Kings Canyon, you know, unless it's really, really messed up and changed, True. Uh, is very important, and that would be awesome to see.
1: Yeah, for sure. You know, she has the movement ability, she has the support ability, you know, we're unsure about the ultimate and the passive, and yeah. so potentially she could be one of these really great legends.
0: I mean, yeah, if her ultimate allows her to, you know, help her teammates loot, and her passive, you know, maybe even adds more movement or, or looting to it, and then yeah. she can move with the tactical, like, she has a lot of these key pieces that are gonna really help her out I think and she's not gonna be a revenant upon release at least sure hope not knock on wood I doubt it anyways any other thoughts be on you know building the perfect legend I think that's a wrap on that segment awesome Uh, next one we have is a weapon concept yeah from Sammy boy it was in the version of a five star review also which is greatly appreciated how do you feel about a hand cannon slash desert eagle great idea Damage, 7 to 8, 80, headshot 100 to 110. You know, having an extended heavy mag, uh, you know, having some sights up to 2 to 4, barrel stabilizer, uh, hop-up being high caliber, different types of rounds, uh, you know, increasing the damage of a headshot, consuming half a clip per shot with a 3 second cooldown per shot.
1: Thanks so much for the 5-star review and submitting this weapon concept. We definitely like uh, hearing these cool ideas. Uh, initial response to it is this would be a very, very, very good
0: weapon. It sounded to me like a wingman that got a barrel stabilizer and even more abilities than skull piercing. Yeah. It seems like the wingman from hell. Yeah. Uh, it would be so, you know, I think a key piece and you brought it up in one of our most recent podcasts is you can't introduce a broken gun into a game because if a gun is good enough that a not very good player can be successful with it, a very good pro player is just going to destroy with it. Yeah. And finding that balance is incredibly hard and you know, but I would love another like I love the skull piercer. I'm I'm yeah. biased because we've yeah. played since day 1, but I love that kind of headshot bonus damage reward and that's really cool.
1: They've had to do so much work on the wingman just because you have to have a balance between is this a sniper? Like the Sentinel that does 70 Mm -hmm. damage to the body and, you know, a lot of damage to the head, um, but has a really slow rate of fire. Or is this a pistol that can get off, you know, some good rounds off the bat? And if you start having a pistol that's a two shot to the body, uh, that's kind of insane.
0: Yeah, for sure. Next up, we got our drop together segment. So a little update from this underscore Mandalorian, who is our last featured player on the Drop Together segment. He reached out to say thanks for the love on your segment. Uh, just to show the love back, I wanted to tell you that I got an invite from an amazing Wraith player, and we played three games, winning two of them. Thanks again for helping the Apex community come together. Glad to hear that you guys reached out, communicated with each other, got some wins. That's all we really wanted to you know do out of this segment. It's really awesome. Big success. Uh, and with that, the next person. That is going to be featured on our Drop Together segment, Jedi Monkey 2. I will have that in the description. He's an Xbox Platinum Wraith player. Says he's looking for two teammates to grind ranked with going into next season with a request for a Gibraltar and Watson players. Great request. Serious rank point players. Probably nobody crazy wanting to mess around and go for high kills in rank. Jedi sounds like you want to you know, play smart and play safe and really grind that ranked. And hopefully we'll get two of those teammates in there for you. If you want to be featured on our Drop Together segment, please send us an email. It's really the easiest way for us to see it, but an Instagram DM works as well, or Twitter. And really just, you know, give us your gamer tag, what platform you're on, what rank you are, and really what you're looking for in teammates, potentially, so people, you know, will add you that are of similar interest.
1: Great. Now let's uh, dive into the questions Yeah. The segment.
0: Quick note from Henry here.
1: Yeah, so we really appreciate all the reviews. Uh, definitely on Apple Podcasts. It really has helped us out. We're now on the front page of Apex uh, Legends, which is really awesome because of you guys. Um, but that being said, how we kind of do the reviews is we'll answer any question uh, that a five-star review leaves. Uh, but recently, uh, we've had people that are editing their review uh, to get multiple questions in, and that's becoming too hard for us to keep up with. Uh, we can't really answer four questions from one person, uh, just because we do have a good amount of reviews coming in every week. And so, you know, definitely ask that first question, uh, definitely leave the review and then feel free to DM us on Instagram. We'd love to answer your questions uh, and continue having them on the podcast. Uh, but we gotta make priority for the new reviews.
0: Yeah. I mean, if you really wanted to restructure your thing and, you know, keep commenting a question, um, you can, but really just the point is that we are going to prioritize the new people and then the other questions that we've gotten via other platforms instead of your second or third uh, question from the Apple pod segment. But once again, like Henry said, thank you for the reviews so much. The first question though is coming from the real Aaron Nash, a five-star review, fantastic show with awesome content and hosts question. What would you say the most important things are to communicate over mic with your teammates? Does this change with each legend? Amazing question. Great question. I love this This
1: question. is really essential, you know. First off, the ping mechanic in Apex is huge. Definitely use that. That's critical. Uh, definitely pretty unique uh, to the Battle Royale genre. Uh, but for audio, I would say that something that's kind of important is accurate damage callouts. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, is he one shot or did you hit him for 70? Uh, pretty uh, important to have that accuracy on that. Um, And we
0: really call out every damage hit we have on each legend. Like, It it can be a little confusing at times, but I think having that knowledge overall as the team is very important, and you'll see a lot of the pro players doing that as well in the ALGS series and qualifiers. Yeah.
1: Next thing I think that I use in-game is uh, I kind of call out when I'm hitting uh, meds in a fight. Like, I got to hit a bat or I have to pop a phoenix. Uh, that's definitely important stuff to be calling out over Mike.
0: And the reason you need to really call it out over Mike is because you have legends like Bangalore who will say they're popping a med kit when you're popping a syringe. And that's it's true. very different from a timing perspective and knowing when your teammate's going to be back in the fight. And, and yeah. you know, just being able to support each other is really the key.
1: And the next thing I think is kind of uh, answering your question about how does this change from legend to legend. And calling out your ultimate status, like I got my ulti, you know, I'm about to pop a bombardment or I got a zip line, It's definitely important stuff to call out to kind of get the team's uh, feels on uh, what you're trying to do.
0: Yeah. And, you know, like from a legend legend perspective, like with Caustic, I'm constantly saying, hey, my traps are here, here and here. Uh, Just so my teammates know that if an enemy shows up there, they're going to be in gas a little bit as well. If you're Watson, you know, when you pop down your fences on a door saying, hey, I got the fences over here. In case your teammates outside, please enter through this other side as not destroy the door. Yeah, just a lot of very unique things. Bangalore saying, hey, run me this way towards me. I'm popping my smokes right now on you. Um, really emphasizing the use of your abilities when you are whatever legend you're playing.
1: Yeah. And we're kind of getting to the specifics here, but this is and that's a great question. Yeah. And if you can get your team, you know, in sync, speaking the same language, you're going to be good to go.
0: Yeah. And that just comes with time and repetition.
1: Next question is coming from the Spar on YT five star review. How do I get high damage, high kill games?
0: Yeah, I mean, f- I'll just say like I'm not going for the high damage, high kill games in the rank lobbies. That's really what I try to do in public. Um, it's hard. You gotta always be moving, and you can't spend a lot of time looting. Um,
1: mm-hmm.
0: when we're both going for very high kill games We're pushing one player to have a very high kill game. Um, you know, even little things like, hey, Shay, you keep going. Um, I'm going to grab, you know, bats for you. It, you just pick up the ammo and stuff. Yeah. And then, you know, really communicating with that and focusing on one person. If you're playing by yourself, you know, it's just being aggressive. Uh, it, you're going to die a lot when you really are searching for those high kill, high damage games. Um, but, you know, being aggressive, making sure if you hear fights going on, pushing those fights and third partying that as hard as possible
1: for sure i think those are great tips and mobility and speed and you know chasing down those skills is really important but also listening to the third party podcast we're always giving
0: out <laughs> tips and tricks and definitely trying to get everybody oh, that shameless pounds. plug shameless plug after they're already here oh man last question's coming from sam ward five star how many heels do you like to have in your inventory
1: Excellent question. I uh, like to have as many bats as humanly possible. Uh, two med kits, uh, probably just four syringes uh, most of the time, but probably eight cells uh, up to 12, sometimes 16 if I get crazy. <laughs> uh, but definitely uh, I like to have eight or 12 cells.
0: Yeah. um, Similar. You know, I, I go bats and stuff um, over the cells, but I always want to have at least four depending on the bats I have. And I'm a Phoenix kit over med kit, no matter what kind of person really. Um, but yeah, Karen four syringes really for the most part, four syringes and two med kits is very nice or four syringes and a Phoenix kit is nice because you know, most of the time you're going to be healing up those cells rather than the, uh, meds just because they're the first thing to, you know, be taken off of you. Uh, besides that though, I don't think I really have any other, you know, thoughts on the heels. Uh, just managing the inventory really does come down to your backpack size and, you know, knowing like, you know, I got the purple bag. I can carry more. And yeah. if you can carry more, do carry more. If your teammates still have the common backpacks, cause then you can share later on with them. And obviously, you know, if you're playing Lifeline, you don't need to carry as many syringes or med kits. If you're playing Watson, you don't need to carry as many cells just because you're going to get those charged. And, but for the most part, uh, yeah, the earlier numbers. Thanks so much for the question, Sam. Yep. Thank you guys so much for listening. Please subscribe to us on Apple Pods. Leave a five-star review with your question. It'll be answered. Follow us on Spotify. Uh, text, check us out on Instagram and Twitter at Third Party Pod. We try to interact with all of you on there. Uh, please submit your clips into the new Dropbox link down there. Thank you guys so much for listening to the Third Party Podcast. See you later. Peace.
1: Boom. Whole squad down. Yeah, but i not today, maybe tomorrow.